Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Hi everyone, welcome to this edition of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to be talking about why you should collect customer feedback and how. First off, Neil, what's customer feedback? Customer feedback is just getting input from your customers and potential customers and how you can improve what's good, what's bad, what you should change, etc. I've talked to so many entrepreneurs over the years and they all tell me, oh, we're going to fix this. This is what we need to improve and we're going to make this better and this is how we're going to perfect X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay, cool. Where'd you get that data from? Oh, well, I use my product all the time and these are the changes I want to make. Well, of course, those are the changes you want to make, but you're biased. It's your own business. All that matters is what your customers are telling you. They're the majority. They're the ones swiping their credit card to pay for your product or service. If they tell you something's right, that's good. If they tell you something's wrong, then you better fix it. And you don't just want positive feedback. You want to encourage negative feedback because the more negative feedback or ways you can improve, the more you can adjust your product so that way you can fix it, grow, and create a much larger business. When it comes to building an online business, I think we have this misconception that, hey, because I'm building a business online, I can just go do this e-commerce thing and do this dropship thing and it's all gonna work out and I can just work behind my computer the whole time. That definitely works in certain scenarios, but if we're talking about most online business, let's say you're trying to build a SaaS company, you're trying to get funding, um, or, or you're going down that route and you probably have to have people in an office, well, here's the thing. You can't live in the black box. You cannot hide behind your computer all the time. You need to go out there and you need to talk to customers and get to the bottom of what their pain points are. And it's not really about what you think. It's about solving their problem at the end of the day. You start to talk to people and let's say you have an email list. Maybe you're able to email your list. Maybe just ask a couple questions or you can use a tool like SurveyMonkey and start to you know collect data. And then maybe you can even make a word cloud from that data. You can look for the words that are trending the most, the biggest problems people are facing. And then you can start to build something around. And I'll tell you, you know, one mistake we made with, with building our, our bot right now was it was based off of my intuition. I didn't know if there's really a problem or not. I just thought, hey, this might be a good idea if you know we have alerts inside of Slack. Okay. And then I started seeing that, you know, we, we built out the first iteration. We spent I spent about 15 grand on that. And you know, we, I was looking at it and I was like, okay, well. Maybe this isn't exactly what people need. And then I started to talk to, to people. Then I started surveying my audience. I did it backwards. I should have surveyed the audience first, see what the real problems are, and then start to build something, right? But now, you know, uh, luckily I was able to backtrack a little bit. And now we're, we're talking to people more actively. Now we're sending them, you know, a minimum viable product um, of one of our features, or I should say minimum viable feature. And, you know, we're getting a lot better feedback and we actually have a much better feel for where we're going and we feel a lot more confident. Customers 
are what is going to drive more business and growth for you in the long run. If you look at some of the biggest businesses on the web or even offline, why do you drink Coke or Pepsi, right? Why do you pick one brand or another? It's branding, it's perception, it's what you like. Why do people stay at specific hotels? It's because their friends or other people tell them, hey, this hotel's awesome, you have to check it out. Why does everyone shop at Amazon? Great customer experience, right? Same with Zappos, which is owned by Amazon. A lot of times they'll overnight deliver your shoes for free, even though you pick standard shipping. By getting customer feedback from people, you'll figure out what you can do to delight your customers. In essence, if you can knock their socks off, they're going to be so happy, they'll tell other people about your product or service. That's word of mouth marketing. Word of mouth marketing is the best way to grow. And if you're not surveying potential customers, competitor customers, uh, your current customers, you won't figure out what to do to make your product or service better. And the reason I also mentioned the competitors is, if your competitors have a product or service, it's not going to be perfect. Even your product won't be perfect. No one's will. So the key is, what can you figure out that's wrong or that could be used to improve? Fix it and then keep surveying and getting more feedback so you can have the best product or service out there. How often should you be surveying your customers? I try to serve them at least once a month. And funny enough, the best way I get feedback is actually through customer support. So even as a co-founder, I handle support tickets. Not all the time, but sometimes. Why? Because it helps me realize the pain and suffering customers or potential customers are going through. Like if they tell me, hey, this is JavaScript is really hard to install and I keep getting that complaint, well, I need to go and do something about it. You can't be one of those entrepreneurs that's like, oh, screw the customer. You know what? They're just dumb. They're ignorant. Well, no. If they have an issue, it's your job to help them solve it. Buffer is a great example of a company where everybody rotates in, everybody does support. Uh, same thing with a company called Zapier. Love both of these companies. And yeah, it's exactly like Neil says. People the, the, the founders need to realize kind of what's going on, and this is why everybody does support tickets, so everybody can feel that pain point at the same time. And going even deeper, you know, in some cases for, for my agency, um, or I should say all cases, we actually get on the phone and we call the clients. We call the clients, see how they're doing, ask them, for, ask them what's going well, what isn't going well, what they'd like to see. And the question we ask, this is good for service-based businesses, is, hey, if you had a bottomless budget, and you could have us do anything for you in the next year, what would it be? And you, you, you write all these concerns down, you, you write down their answers, and maybe next, time you, you, maybe next time you can bring that up in another call and, and talk, that, you know, talk, talk that into an upsell or maybe make that something else, whatever it is exactly. But that's a good question to ask people. And what I also like doing is a net promoter score type of thing where basically, and I should explain what a net promoter score is, but basically a net promoter score will tell you who your promoters are, who your detractors are, and who's neutral. And then you have a score at the end. And you can use a tool, SurveyMonkey. You can use it for free. Send this free survey out. Send it maybe once a quarter. See how people are doing, right? You want to see what your overall net promoter score is with your product or with your service. There's two things that you also need to keep in mind when you're getting feedback. The first is don't freak out when you get negative feedback, especially if you just get one negative feedback saying like, oh, this could be changed or this could be fixed. The customer isn't always right. Sometimes it's the wrong type of customer that signed up, a wrong person, or it's someone that you weren't trying to target, but you accidentally got to your site. So you need to look at it in volume, which goes into number two. Look for what the majority of the people are saying. If the majority of the people say your product's not usable, even if you think it is, it really isn't. So go look for the majority and don't freak out over one negative thing that someone's saying. 
Also, if I would add a third thing, it's don't bribe people to give you feedback. I see a lot of companies out there saying, we're going to give you a free helicopter, t-shirt, we're going to give you a coupon if you give us feedback. Now you're incentivizing them. If someone told me, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks to Amazon if you give us feedback, it could be positive or negative, the chances are my feedback's going to be a bit more positive because I'm already happy that they told me I'm going to get $10 by giving feedback. Don't incentivize people to give feedback. You want honest uh, criticisms, feedback from people so that way you can truly improve your website, your product, your service. Yeah, on the flip side of that, let's say you're not bribing them and you get them on the phone, you talk to them, and turns out they actually really like you and they really appreciate the call. Guess what? This is the perfect scenario where you ask for a testimonial. This is, you're not bribing them, you're getting it, it's genuine from them. Get that testimonial, maximize that conversation, and use these, these proof points on different pages of your website if you're offering a different, different types of product levels, different types of service levels, and, and, and just get those testimonials because they're hard to just ask for out of nowhere, right? Um, you wanna get it when it's coming from a really genuine place. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we hop off. Recently, I just started using Intercom on the site. Neil, I was talking to you about this. And, you know, basically what Intercom does is it has different chat boxes that you can have open up on different pages and you can ask customers different questions. And this is where we're collecting feedback, right? For example, um, if they land on a blog page or a podcast page, I might ask, hey, what other topics would you be interested in learning about? Or if they landed on, on on a pricing page, you can ask them, hey, what's confusing about this page? So. What's your take on this? I mean, Intercom's a certain, you know, definitely a tool, but there's a lot of different other tools out there where you can do this. What's your take? Yeah, I think it's great. I haven't done too much stuff with live chat or putting chat on different places on the website, but if I did, or if we did, I do believe we would get way more sales. The issue that I have is we can't find enough people to man it. It'll be really expensive, and a lot of the traffic we get, it's because of blogging, so there really wouldn't be an ROI. We're not trying to sell people on anything. It's just more so giving really good information away for free. Love it. And with that being said, we're going to wrap up this episode. And as always, if you enjoyed this, let us know what you think. Please leave a rating, review, or subscribe. It helps us a lot. We're really trying to get this knowledge out there for everyone aspiring to learn more about marketing. See you in the next episode. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.